There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21-plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Welcome back in. It's a numbers game here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles, Kelly Bidlin alongside. Hey, uh, you know, it's, Kelly, we, get a, we have a lot of great guests on this show, as we always do. Yeah, we do. And our guy, Mike Pritchard, Bailing us out with a pro tip from the last hour. That's right, man. There we go. What are you Let's talking about? Pr- Pritchard's got thousands. Of, he's got pro no. tips on top of pro tips. Oh, well, in every which way, 100%. I love Pritchard. But uh, he helped us out in a big way because we have our pro tip, our VEASAN pro tip, which, of course, you get one every single hour at VEASAN, uh, VEASAN.com, pro subscribers only, with teams that have clinched a playoff spot but can't move up or down in seating. Be careful involving them in a bet. Teams will likely be playing backups, but keep in mind how much better those backups have gotten from now, from the preseason to now. Again, that was our guy, Mike Pritchard, who, as we know, uh, first-round pick in the league for almost a decade. And, one of our, and, and, and on top of being the great player he was, Kelly, one of the five nicest human beings I have met in oh, totally. period. Yeah, yeah. Forget the business. Forget the life. One of the nicest people I've ever Absolutely. met. Absolutely. I think it was a I think that's a good pro tip uh for this hour for sure. I think the, there's a lot of other things to think about in this last week too, where uh, you know, we talk about motivation factors, right? From teams. We've talked we talked about that all bowl season long. But you know, keep in mind some of those uh, player bonuses and stuff for this last uh, yes this for last props week. yes yeah for yeah. player props and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure those markets have already been heavily bet into, but these are as as Pritch was talking about that last segment. I started started to think about more of that stuff. That yes, you need to be aware of those things in this final week as well. Kelly, I just want to I want to bring this up because the agitation that will come from me this week as a Jet fan. We're knowing that all they had to do is not give up a 51-yard touchdown to the third tight end on Detroit a month oh, ago, man. and they would be playing to get into the playoffs this week. Teddy Bridgewater has a dislocated pinky on his throwing hand. Uh, there's kind of conflicting re- reports here. Yeah. Because Adam Schefter said that the Dolphins uh, are pre- – we knew they weren't going to have two of this week. We knew that. Preparing to be without two of law and Teddy Bridgewater, yeah. uh, the Dolphins signed – Mike Glennon, welcome back. Oh, yeah. Uh, to be the backup to Thompson this week. Uh, but Rappaport, uh, Ian Rappaport saying that uh, it's going to come down to whether the swelling can come down enough on that pinky for Bridgewater and if he can throw the football well enough to th- throw it. 
So, all comes down to grip. By the way, the Jets are favored now at circle, one and a half point favorites. Kelly, I know the Jets better than anyone at this network. It oh, would be okay. vintage New York Jets if they win the game that does not matter now. They are eliminated. They were eliminated with quite possibly the worst performance they've had in years on Sunday in a game they had to have against Seattle, which, again, what would be more Jets than screwing up the draft pick and screwing up the last place schedule? That would be very Jets-like. The other the other one I just want to point out here this morning before we get to Drew, and maybe he knows more than I do right now, the, the yeah. other number that's moving uh, this morning is that Kansas City line up to nine, nine, and, nine and, a and a half. Half a lot of places. I don't know if that's just – like we talked about at the beginning of the show, the most obvious you know teaser leg in the world to the public out there, and that's just money coming in. But, yeah, that thing is on the move here this morning, and I haven't really seen any major news, at least, that I think would affect that. Uh, the injury report had Jacob Stidham and Adams as limited yesterday, but remember, this is around the time last week where we got the – where the market told us that Derek Carr wasn't playing. By the way, it didn't matter what number you got last week on the Raiders. You won last week. You covered. You got there. Well done by uh, by everyone on that. Let's bring in our guy, of course. You know him from NBC Sports Edge, of course, on the tweets at whale underscore capper. Our guy, Drew Dinsick. Drew, how you doing this morning? Good. Great to see you again. It's been a while, Jeff. Hope you're doing well. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Kelly. Uh, love the uh, love love seeing catching up with the crew. It's been too long. Yeah, it's it's yeah, good. Man. It's good to see you too. Happy New Year, of course. As you said, uh, Kelly still waiting to do the eggnog challenge, which hopefully we'll get later <laughs> this week. Hopefully, but uh, uh, that again, that's that's a that's better New Year's festivities than Christmas apparently now. Uh, but Drew, uh, pleasure is always up. We'll, We'll, we'll get back to the NFL in a little bit, but I want to start in the NBA because last night, and we were talking about this, where Giannis, without attempting a three-pointer, which in this NBA is, that doesn't happen, scores 55 on the Wizards last night. Have, have we entered the realm with Giannis where we talk about it in baseball? Hey, Shoei Otani, even though he didn't win the MVP this year, you could give him the MVP every year and when he gets to the end of the season healthy and say, all right, you know what, that's fine. Have we entered that realm with Giannis at this point? I think we, I mean, we are there for sure. Like the advanced stats would tell you he's among the two best players in the NBA. Him and Jokic are kind of neck and neck, depending on, you know, which particular algorithm you, you know, you tend to lean towards. Um, Some of that is just basically what you brought up, which is he doesn't contribute a ton from the three point line. And that's sort of the way you unlock a lot of offense in today's NBA. So I give the nod slightly to Jokic in terms of who is truly the best player in the NBA. But, um, you know, he's had a very similar arc to LeBron. Uh, if you kind of go back and you look at the way LeBron's arc went uh, as he came into the league and emerged as the clear best player in the NBA, like Giannis is very, very, very similar in terms of his kind of career trajectory. And uh, he's at that stage now where you take it for granted a little bit. He's got a couple of uh, MVPs. He's got a couple of defensive player of the years. He's got a title. Uh, and we just kind of assume that, yeah, he's going to be in the mix every year. And, you know, he has to do something truly outrageous over the duration of a season at this point to really warrant the MVP consideration that a lot of these other players, uh, you know, are kind of getting, you know, just on the basis of the, this is new, this is interesting, this is different, which is what I feel like, you know, people are trying to make that case for the likes of Luka Doncic and, uh, and Jason Tatum right now. So, um, yeah, he suffers a little bit from sort of fatigue and expectation, um, but it doesn't change the fact that he is without question, uh, you know, one of, one of the greatest NBA players and, and, you know, will have a legacy when it's all said and done, that will be fun to try to compare to, you know, some of the all-time greats. 
Drew, just sticking in that MVP market, I, I haven't added this bet yet, but I might be talking myself into it uh, as I bring this up day after day. It, there's one guy that really sticks out to me in the MVP market right now. As is, is we go through the NBA season, we talk about looking for those dips in teams and players and add in, you know, add in guys at longer prices. Embiid 11-1 to 1, coming off the month that he just had with what he did last year and I think the narrative that drives that. If I had to make a bet in that market right now, it would definitely be that one, and I might be getting close to making it. I don't know what your thoughts are. Obviously, like you just talked about, the guys at the top there deserve to be there. Um, but, man, I think when this is all said and done, and B could be right in that race, and 11-1 to 1 is, a, I think, a pretty big number on him right now. Yeah, I think if you're going to make any bet, that's it. Um, I, you know, for for me, again, as of this moment, it's Jokic. But if the Nuggets slide out of you know out of elite uh, kind of you know rare air there at the top of the West, then uh, you know the door is wide open for someone to storm through. Uh, Philadelphia needs to put together sustained winning as a team, and as you know, considering they're getting healthy and the level of play you're getting from James Harden, the idea that Philadelphia you know rips off like a twenty and two kind of stretch here through the through the doldrums of the season heading into the all-star break entirely possible. Um, we are kind of at a pivot point now here where January and February up until the all-star break, uh, is going to determine a lot in the way people vote on awards. Uh, and if Embiid stays healthy through that stretch, then he is 100% going to put himself in the discussion, in the conversation. I personally have a tough time making fair prices anywhere close to what the market does for Tatum and Doncic. I think that yeah. there is, mm-hmm. there's a bet, there's a bet to be made in this one. Um, you know, I don't, and this is not to to denigrate what those players specifically have done this season. It's been very cool to see uh, Tatum continue to take a step forward, but you know, he's playing at, you know, all NBA first team level, not MVP level in my opinion. And uh, some of that is just that he is so, so, so solid defensively on top of being, you know, outstanding offensive offensive contribution on what is just a generally a good team um, that, you know, I, I think you have to, you know, take, take his, you know, general performance with a grain of salt to a degree. And, um, you know, the fact that the Celtics as a team have cooled off has hurt his case, which isn't necessarily fair, but it is what it is. Um, and you know, that, they're not even necessarily locks right now to win the Atlantic division, let alone uh, get the one seed in the Eastern conference. So um, still a lot of games to be played, which means that this ward is absolutely up for grabs. Um, you know, Dallas is, performance to this point in the season has been very, very weird. I do not know why they consistently play close games against teams that they should be beating comfortably. Um, But it has allowed, you know, sort of a a, a lot of opportunity for Dodgers to put together highlight packages that, you know, lead sports center. So for those reasons, (laughs) people are kind of excited about them. Um, But the Mavericks are not a good team. Um, Mavericks are going to be kind of, you know, that, you know, at least I right now project them kind of right on the bubble for the play in playoff. So um, it's uh, it's not obvious to me that teams, you know, the people are going to give Doncic an MVP if he finds himself in the seventh seed. They do the voting before they do the playing games, and I don't think anyone wants an MVP that doesn't make the playoff field. Uh, and so that's just going to hurt him, and just in people willing to put him on the ballot at all. Um, so that's kind of important for the Mavericks. Uh, and then, yeah, you brought it up. Embiid is playing absolutely lights out. He is unstoppable, and there really aren't very many other 
teams that match up well against him in the Eastern Conference. Um, you're starting to see the Eastern Conference shake out to a degree where some of these teams are pivoting towards next season as opposed to, you know, really giving you an honest effort every night. Um, and, uh, you know, Philadelphia should be able to take advantage of that as their schedule looks pretty soft here for the next month and a half. So uh, I'm with you. Embiid is the only bet to be made in the MVP market. Now, I have a lot of Embiid preseason because I thought that the <laughs> Sixers were going to get the one seed just because they're, you know, just because I was expecting a pop from Harden, um, but the health, you know, health just didn't work out for them uh, to start the season. Um, but, you know, looking at uh, January and February, uh, the Sixers are a bet on right now and beat is a bet on right now. And uh, health is really the only concern. Drew stick around. I've, I've one very simple NBA question that I have to ask you on the other side. And then uh, we'll look at some NFL as well. Again, uh, a, a little bit in flux, as we know, with everything that's going on with the events that happened on Monday. Uh, but we'll see if you have any plays in the NFL. Drew Dinsick, sticking around for one more segment here on a numbers game on Visa. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Calshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Calshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Calshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check out the current betting splits data. Splitting bets. I'll do it for you, Kelly. Want to know where wow. the money and bets are moving on every game? The betting splits page is updated with. DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the actions. I'm just saving your voice, man. Just saving it for Thanks. you. Yeah, it's hurting a bit. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match public opinion. You can also check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits. Another way to VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check them out today. Betting splits. Every game. VEASAN.com. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil today. Gil, uh, we expect Gil to be back tomorrow. What happened to his voice anyway? I don't know, I, man. I, I heard that. I heard it tell you he sounded great in that first segment yesterday, and then it just, see you later. Yeah, he's feeling fine. So I, yeah. I can tell everybody out there, out, uh, out there that. I know I know he's feeling okay. But, yeah, if you listen to the show yesterday, it was uh, segment one, it was fine. And by segment four or segment eight, it was it Ooh. was hurting. Yeah. Well, we'll get, we'll get Gil some tea with honey. We'll keep him away from Wishnev. I think that's the biggest thing. Let's just keep him away from wishing him. <laughs> so he's got no one to yell at. Drew Dinsick with us right now, of course, of uh, NBC Sports Edge. Drew, the simple question in the NBA that I had for you that may not be very simple at all. Who is the best team in the Western Conference right now? Man. 
the Grizzlies. Um, it's not an easy answer, yeah. but it's the Grizzlies. I like the Grizzlies to win the West at the price. At the, uh, at the I think price, they, okay. Yeah, I think they get the one seed. I think that's the most complete team. I think once Desmond Bang is back into the fold, this is now a you know a dynamic team. Um, people are going to make the case for the Warriors all 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 winter long. They're just never going to quit on them, and that's fine. The Warriors are they're they're a tough team to eliminate in a best of seven playoff series. We all know this now. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, the getting that level of play that you got in the playoff run last year out of Clay Thompson and Draymond Green for a full playoff swing is. Uh, you know, is is a little a uh, little tough for me to see. Their road's going to be a little tougher in terms of kind of some of their early round opponents. Um, the field is a little bit stronger in the West overall. So um, I think the Grizzlies can get the one seed, and I think they're the team to beat in the West uh, just based on sort of the arc of that uh, you know young core maturing, improving. Drew, does does the uh, the Zion Williamson injury play a role in that thinking, or did that not matter? Yeah, it does. I mean, uh, they, they, if you got, if you had kind of had Zion kind of continue to build and have a fully healthy season and the team itself figure out who they are with him as sort of the alpha, then the Pelicans all of a sudden are a very scary team to face in a, uh, in a best of seven series. But, um, this is a really important month and he's going to miss it. Um, and they aren't going to necessarily slide out of the mix here, but, um, they don't have enough wins banked to ensure that they're going to be out of the play in mix, uh, that they're going to have a home playoff series, even in round one. So, um, it's yeah, the, the Pelicans, I think are, they're going to have to figure some things out and, you know, if they succeed in his absence, then maybe they get, uh, they're that much more dangerous of a team come playoffs, but, um, definitely haven't seen what I expected in terms of, you know, positive performances from some of their, their nucleus, uh, this season, uh, to expect that they're just going to be able to hum right along without him. No, I the hundred percent agreement uh, on my end because I was I was ready to finally make the bet on New Orleans, and then of course that that news comes out yesterday: hamstring injuries injury for Williamson out at least three weeks, and a guy and again, as we know, Drew, a guy with the injury history that he has, that's uh, it, it, that's an alarming one for anyone. It's especially alarming for Zion uh, with uh, we know how pesky hamstring injuries can be. I a hundred percent agree with you. And I, uh, I mean, I, I can only really, uh, I, I wish him well, I wish him health, but, uh, you know, he's a unique physical specimen that, you know, and you go back through the annals of history of, you know, unique physical specimens one way or the other, and they don't tend to have especially healthy, long lasting, uh, careers in the NBA. So I don't know that we should be especially surprised by this, but, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely more fun league with him and a more fun Western conference, surely with him involved. Drew, let's uh, transition to week 18 in the NFL as of this moment, still going on as planned after uh, the, uh, the events in Cincinnati, uh, we still don't have a, an update further from what we got yesterday on DeMar Hamlin, where he's still in critical condition in UC hospital in Cincinnati, uh, no graceful transition, but to week 18, we go drew. Uh, how are you handling this week? Again, usually a, a wonky week to begin with. You have teams that are out of playoff contention against teams that have everything to play for. You have the one in Philadelphia where you have a team in the Giants who, as we all expected, have a playoff position locked in and can't move against the team uh, that two weeks ago looked like, oh, we'll see all the backups for Philadelphia in Week 18. No, we won't uh, because they have to win to get the number one seed. 
Yeah, it's a very, very unique week. Week, uh, the final week of the season, you know, as many years as I've been betting, has always been weird. Um, in general, when there's a season you do pretty well and you're defending your war chest and you know you're 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 riding high with a green number, you tend to take this week off just because there's some chaos, there's some unexpected stuff. But um, you know, the last couple of seasons I've been playing week 18 pretty aggressively because there's actionable angles. Surely, um, you know, the market has made a lot of these teams prohibitive favorites when. Uh, not exactly sure it's warranted. I'm circling the likes of the Seattle Seahawks. I'm circling the likes of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, yes, those teams are in must-win situations, but must-win does not equal will-win, and must-win absolutely does not equal will-cover. Um, so I think you know there is a little bit of a premium on some of these teams who are quote-unquote playing for something against teams that are eliminated. Um, and I'm going to be on some of these eliminated dogs to play spoiler here. Rams certainly one that I like at six and a half. Um, you know, Brown's certainly one I like at three. Uh, the uh, the one exception is Kansas City versus Las Vegas. Um, that's a bad matchup for the Raiders. Do not in any way understand why that came down in the direction of Las Vegas, particularly in light of the situation in uh, Cincinnati, Buffalo. But um, Cincinnati was the bet to be made in the last 24 hours for everything you could possibly get in the futures market. Um, it looks to me unlikely that that game will be played uh, between Cincinnati and Buffalo, which means you know since you know Kansas City takes care of business against Vegas, they're your one seed. The win equity. You know the the share the the, the championship equity swing from Buffalo uh, to Kansas City on getting the one seed um, by my numbers was minus fifteen for Buffalo plus fifteen for Kansas City, and so every futures market should reflect that, and not all of them did yesterday. I think Kansas City, uh, again, matches up really well against the Las Vegas team that got sort of a singular standout performance from Stidham, um, but is unlikely to do so again against a, you know, a defense in Kansas City that matches up better against what Las Vegas wants to do. Uh, similarly, you know, Kansas City humming right now offensively against a Las Vegas team that really, really, really struggling to put together solid defensive drives. So uh, Kansas City, I think, wins with margin there. And, um, interest, you know, it's interesting to see that one push back up towards a double-digit spread. Um, I'm in, involved in that one at seven and a half, and I think uh, it's still a small edge at eight and a half if you can get it. Up to nine and a half now, market-wide on Kansas City and and the Raiders. Uh, again, I would not expect another dynamite Stidham performance. <laughs> that's that's right. all I'm gonna say uh, with that game. That is the first game of the weekend. That's a 4:30 Eastern kick, 1:30 local time here in Las Vegas for the Chiefs and the Raiders. Drew, uh, uh, I, I forgot to ask because uh, total oversight by me. You have any bets tonight in the NBA? <laughs> I mean, total oversight here. We only have you on to talk betting. <laughs> I have a bunch of Please. NBA tonight. Yeah. Uh, I found seven edges on sides today. Okay. Uh, I, I left two of them on the cutting room floor, but I'll tell you anyway. Um, but the seven that I bet, uh, let me pull up my, uh, my account here. Uh, I played the Raptors at four and a half. Um, I think the Raptors get a runaway win against the Bucks. Uh, I played the Nets at five. Uh, Kelly and I, uh, you, 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 we got to, we got to go back and find the annals uh, from early November, um, where we talked about the Brooklyn Nets, and there was a, some sort of statement along the lines of, "There's going to be a buy point on the Brooklyn Nets after they play the Celtics December yep. 5th or whatever." I'm buying Nets. 
what have they done since then? Win 12 straight. Boom. Uh, and right. it is, this is now a team that's in the conversation for the one seed. It's absolutely crazy. Um, but the Bulls are not for real. The Nets are for real. I make that game closer to seven, so I laid the five. I did the um, same thing there, Drew. That, that yeah. was one I'm not super comfortable with. I mean, you know, a road favorite, but yeah. the Bulls yeah. are Bulls are the Bulls this year. I don't, you just can't look at them the same way as you did last year. Uh, and, and this team's just so hot right now. I, I'm with you. I laid the I laid four and a half last night on the overnight, uh, but I think five five and a half. I think it's still a fair price. Yep, yep, same, same, same. Um, decent uh, rest advantage for the Blazers over a miserable Timber, Timberwolf squad. I don't feel super great about this one because you're getting a lot better play out of Anthony Edwards lately than he was playing through the first third of the season. So uh, Timberwolves may be a bet on at some point, but uh, I laid it with the Blazers. I think the Blazers get a comfortable win. Uh, I played the money line for the Hawks against the Sacramento Kings. Huge rest advantage there for the Hawks. Uh, and I laid it with the Golden State Warriors against the Pistons who are in absolute tank mode right now. Uh, that one is good out to eight in my by my numbers, uh, the two I left on the cutting room floor were our magic uh, and the Los Angeles Lakers. There we go. Those are Drew's plays in the association tonight. Drew, pleasure, pleasure as always seeing you, buddy. We'll talk again soon. Best of luck, fellas. We will uh, look at the Week 18 card, and maybe Kelly has more NBA plays. That's next. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for just $79 and get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today and you'll receive $20 to buy VEASAN gear. That's sports betting, hats, shirts, mugs, and plenty more at our online store. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, betting splits, and betting reports. This is a limited time offer, so take advantage of it today and get VEASAN Pro access through the end of March Madness at vcin.com slash subscribe. Kelly, just a, a little bit over nine weeks until March Madness begins. That is wild. How about that? How about that? That is crazy. That is pretty nuts. Well, Although, again, remember last year, because the last year was the first week of the 18-week regular season in the NFL, just how quickly March Madness appeared? It's out of the blue. Oh, it's the NCAA tournament. Great. Out of so, the blue. Take, take, take advantage of that deal today. All right, we, we went to do this earlier, but we, we were so invested in Derek Carr that we have to get to it right now. Kelly, golf is back. Yeah, it is. It's back. To Kapalua we go. The Tournament of Champions. Uh, the, only, the only thing I will say, Xander Shoffley withdrew earlier this morning, correct, Kelly? Yeah, Xander Shoffley out with an injury. He, yeah. he tweeted, too. Um I think there was, I think there was, I don't want to say some misreporting, but maybe some speculation. It was a uh, illness that he was out for, but it, he actually confirmed on Twitter. It is an in, uh, or not, he didn't confirm. He did confirm through uh, some people though. It's an injury he is dealing with, uh, but hopes to play next week. So I guess it must not be that bad. He went all the way to Hawaii. So. Oh, well, you know what? There, 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 there are worse places to be with an injury than Hawaii. Yeah, that that is. I'll, uh, I'll just that say is that. true. Just a, a couple NBA notes. I'm seeing real quick yeah, here, uh, Jeff. Before we move on, because I know some people might uh, have been jumping on some of those bets. I am seeing this Nets number move to four, which is making me a little nervous and probably making Drew a little nervous. But I'm again, I'm not seeing any direct news for that move, but something to just be aware of. I mean, hey, four is a much no, but better number to lay than five and a half, but I would pump the brakes until uh, you figure out a reason why that's on the move. Joel Embiid listed as questionable for tonight. That one just coming down against the Pacers. 
uh, this evening in the NBA. And I do like his plays on the Hawks, um, the Hawks and the Raptors tonight. I think those are really bad situations uh, for both the Kings and the Bucks to be in. But a, I think I think Drew's got more stones than me to play those games. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna stay away. Maybe look to jump in live. I, the Kings have been obviously one of the nicer stories so far of this NBA season. Uh, the Hawks have not been one of the nicer stories a of this NBA season. Yeah, uh, they're which, a disaster. Which, that Kings which, team coming, they had a tight game last night against the Jazz. Yeah. Got to come all the way back. We already know it's one of the toughest places to play in. Uh, go back to Sacramento tonight to face the Hawks. I think it's a real tough spot for them. Tough spot. I, I'm not, I'm not, again, I don't bet a lot of NBA. I think uh, one of the seven games I've bet in the last month was Atlanta in a game where they got destroyed. So we don't want that, Kelly. We're not, yep. not going to do that to myself. But back to golf here. Back to golf. So Tournament of Champions. Uh, last year, Cam Smith, who Cam Smith not eligible for this because of the live golf, correct? Correct, yes. Yeah, so. Yeah, how this will work. It's yeah. 39 players. No okay. cut event. Okay, no cut event. Uh, it, oddly, a par 73. You're not going to see that very often. Okay. Uh, on tour. Uh, sure. About 7,600 yards. Greens will be Bermuda. It's a 39-player field solely comprised of uh, different PGA Tour winners from last year, and then they filled it with other players that finished inside the top 30 of the FedEx Cup rankings. So that's what you're looking at this week, Jeff. So it's a good field. High-quality field. This uh, uh, Real-quality field, and this is – if you remember the the counter to live from the PGA Tour of elevating some of these events, this is one of the semi-elevated events where there is a bigger prize pool out there for these guys to win this year. Um, it, th- this is a tough it, look. It's exciting. These Hawaii tournaments, uh, Hawaii tournaments are always awesome to have. Great to watch later night golf. Uh, you know, here on the West Coast, even if you're on the East Coast, uh, to be able to watch golf at night, that is a, that is a fun thing to do. Um, this is a tournament, in my opinion, one of the tougher ones to handicap every year because this is, uh, like a lot of golf handicappers out there, this is kind of really where I start betting golf uh, each year is, is when we get to Hawaii. I'll do a little bit in the fall, but usually take a break. Like, I'm coming off pretty much a two-month break right now. Um, diving back into it this week, it will be lightly bet, though. This is a very, very talented field playing on a very, very easy resort course. So you expect scoring to be low. Uh, we have seen, we saw Cam Smith go minus 34 uh, last year, 34 under par. Yeah, yeah, are we going to see scores like that again this year? I don't know. All, the only thing it really depends on is the wind. Uh, wind right now not looking too, too bad for this week. You're always going to have some sustained winds out there uh, where they are playing uh, in Maui. Um, this uh, this course, like I said, 7,600 y- yards. It is a long course. You're going to see wide fairways. You're going to see big, big green complexes. So this is a course that allows guys that can hit it long off the tee to hit it long. Uh, it is a bomber's paradise, and then hit some wedges up to up to the green. And whoever gets hot with the putter this week is probably who you're going to see win. Uh, bets that I have. Well, let's look at the odds board first. Top of the odds board because this will be reshuffled again. If you have were thinking about betting this tournament, this has definitely changed after Xander Shoffley is withdrawn. Although I am still has seeing, not cha- has not changed yeah, say, yet at some books on there. Yeah, he's uh, still there at ten to one. That is. Still active as of this moment at DraftKings. Okay, Kelly. so yeah, uh, maybe get in there and make your bets now. Then before some of those uh, odds adjust, that's interesting. Um, as far as what I looked at for this tournament, I was looking for guys 
look, these are huge wide fairways. Was not looking at uh, too much uh, fairway accuracy or anything like that off the tee. I wanted bombers off the tee. I wanted guys that were going to play well on approach and put this put put it as close to the pin as possible. Again, wide green complexes, so you don't have to worry about the around the green play as much. It's why you've heard a lot of people, and I'm high on him this week as well, uh, Victor Hovland, but a lot of people going to him. He's a guy who's great off the tee, great on approach, uh, had a win just a couple weeks ago. Uh, not a great around the green player though. You can kind of take that out of the out of the equation when you're breaking down this course because it's not a, not stats that are going to matter as much this week uh, as far as around the green and scrambling stuff like that. Uh, so really looking for some bombers off the tee, good uh, uh, par five, par four scoring. You have four par fives on this course, so strokes gained par five, strokes gained par four, two of the th- two of the ones I put into the model. Proximity 100, 150 yards. Uh, again, a lot of wedges you're going to see played here, um, and then strokes gained. You know, uh, putting a little bit. I looked at this week more than I normally do, just because you're going to see so much uh, that putting really come into play this. This week, as far as bets that I did make, uh, Tony Finau, 16 to one on the outrights, played that number uh, a couple days ago. I think you can still find 16 to one out there. I would think uh, it maybe even a little bit better. Finau, for as much as we talked about this guy being top 10, Tony, and all those jokes over the years, he does have three wins in his last seven starts. Uh, he is one of the top guys in my model. Although I am laying off the statistical model, not going to be relying on that as much the next couple weeks. You got to wait. Jeff, a few tournaments for those stats to really build up to be relying on that. So I'm really just kind of going off some guys that have played here recently, have done or have done well in this tournament in the past. So three wins in his last seven starts for Tony Finau, one of the hottest guys out there right now. Bet for me there. Sung J M 20 to 1. I also bet in the outright market. Sung J M uh two top eight finishes here the past two years. He is uh as far as strokes gained overall in Hawaii, one of the best golfers that you've ever seen between the two courses. So that was an outright play for me. Um would also look for him in top 10 uh, top ten markets if you see that one out there. Uh, and then the only other outright I took is Colin Morikawa. Just at a little bit of an inflated price to me after a not great season for him last year. And we only say not great because he didn't win a major, I guess. But his... He, his last three years, he's been T5, T7, T7 at this course. So I think you're getting a pretty good number on Colin Morikawa in a 39-player field. I did take a flyer on him on the outrights there. And then two matchups for me, Hovland plus 155 uh, over Scheffler. That is more of a numbers play. Uh, obviously, if you're betting matchups, you gotta, you're got you thinking your guy's going to beat the other guy. But plus 155, yes, I think Scheffler's still a great player. But 155 on Hovland I thought was a very large uh, – matchup number. And then Cameron Young actually laid minus 115 against Matt Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, one of those guys, both these guys, I believe, have not played in this tournament before. Um, Fitzpatrick has been playing recently and has been playing well recently, but this is a course that is basically designed for Cameron Young uh, uh, perfectly in his type of game. So I do like, uh, played a smaller matchup there, minus 115 over Matt Fitzpatrick. That's everything that I've got. Century Tournament of Champions this week, Jeff. There we go. Five. Five plays for Bidlin uh, this week uh, in Hawaii. And let's face it, Kelly, a few weeks from now, you're going to have four times that. Yes, yes. That, that is that is let's, accurate let's to say. Here. That is, a, yes. A month from now, five weeks from now, there will be four times as many plays on the card weekly, pretty much. Real. I'm just hoping this week, Jeff, just don't give me a second-place finish. I don't know if I'll be able to live with myself if I get another second-place finish. <laughs> By the way, real quick, for for Week 18, again, going on as scheduled as of right now, 
The only bet that I know I'm going to make is I'm going to bet the Jets. Because they are 100% winning the game that does not mean anything. (laughs) Against Skylar Thompson, more than likely, that's going to happen. Oh, it feels like a Jets W. I just, I I just, I I want them to lose. I want them to lose, which means they're going to win. That's what's going to end up happening with that. Hey, uh, we'll check in with Jason Weingarten next here on a numbers game. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Calshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Calshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Calshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. And it's never been easier to join in on the action with the new BetMGM app. If you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM, sports betting's premier loyalty program. Sign up today with BetMGM or log in to your current account to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Must be 21 or older to place a wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander. Kelly Bidlin's here. We'll get to Jason Weingarten in a second. But our pro tip of the hour, we go to the NBA because uh, Kelly Bidlin and Drew Dinsick were thinking the same thing when it came to Joel Embiid. If you're looking at betting MVP in the NBA, consider a bet on Joel Embiid. You're getting a good number right now on at 11 to one on a guy who's had an amazing season so far. And of course, again, the number does not necessarily line up with what those odds should be, and those odds should continue to shorten on Joel Embiid. Of course, pro tips: Veasan.com, 20 a day. Only for VEASAN Pro subscribers. Again, you can search at VEASAN.com by category. And, of course, uh, Kelly, I would say that one would fall under the NBA category. Uh, just, a, just a guess, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I just, would. A, just a guess on that one. We bring in our guy, Jason Weingarten, of course, the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. Jason, pleasure as always to catch up with you, buddy. Nice to nice talk to you. See you filling in today. Yeah, we're... Uh, Hopeful Gill's voice gets back to normal by tomorrow, but uh, happy to be here as always uh, when, when called upon for the, for the show. Uh, Jason, uh, let, let's go to coach of the year in the NFL real quick, because this race, 
This race of all the awards, I think, is pro- that an offensive rookie are probably the two most intriguing ones to me right now. Sirianni was as high as minus 600, even minus 800 in one book just uh, a long time ago, two weeks ago. Uh, and now this whole race is tightened. Uh, Kyle Shanahan's up to two to one. Sirianni back down to plus 125. Brian Dable, the Giants, plus 350 at BetMGM. Doug Peterson looming at 10 to 1 with the potential Jaguar AFC South Championship coming this weekend. How would you handle this right now, Jason? Well, I think Sirianni's probably out. This this is typically an award for improvement as opposed to, you know, maximum performance and the the Eagles are a great team, but this is an award for being being a really good team. Um, but Brian Dable and Doug Peterson are doing more fit the criteria for a coach of the year candidate, especially with them being first, uh, first year coaches, you know, at their organizations and what they're doing. And, and especially with Doug Peterson, the mess he took over, I think that's something that's being overlooked. And Kyle Shanahan obviously deserves credit for juggling three quarterbacks and, you know, putting an offense together that can, you know, win games and, uh, getting Christian McCaffrey helps too. So I don't know how much of that is on, on the coaching as much as, you know, the executive of the year kind of thing for getting, getting the best players and assembling the talent. So uh, my money, I'd probably take Peterson here at 10 to one. If, if I was getting in on this. Yeah, it, It's interesting because again, Jacksonville six weeks ago, no one had playoffs on the mind. Now they're obviously a, a massive favorite, six and a half point, seven point favorite to win this week against Tennessee. I, if you're hopping in now, it would only be Dable or Peterson for me. Uh, Sirianni, again, I'm, I'm just curious, Jason, and this would be the one concern uh, if you're going against Sirianni here. Do the voters look to reward someone on Philadelphia for getting the one seed? And in, unless if it's Howie Roseman, for executive of the year, which obviously we don't have any betting numbers on, uh, Sirianni would be the most logical choice after that. I think the voters probably reward the success of the first-year coaches over mm-hmm. um, what the Eagles are doing this year, if I had to guess. Let's go to offensive rookie of the year, because this has been probably, of, of all the markets to figure out, other than comeback player of the year, which... We have no idea what people are voting on anyway in the comeback player of the year markets. Uh, but offensive rookie of the year, uh, right now, Kenneth Walker's not a favorite at most bucks. Uh, off of a, a good performance last week against the Jets, you're actually laying a price at BetMGM right now, minus 110. Garrett Wilson's at plus 160. Brock Purdy's at plus 450. I'll mention Kenny Pickett at 18 to 1 because the Steelers could backdoor their way into the postseason. Jason, I know the runway has been short, and I, I'm on record of saying I thought the runway was too short on Brock Purdy, but that's the only guy who's bettable right now at the numbers that are available. Uh, plus 450 on Purdy, especially if the Niners win, and I mean, if the Eagles get upset and the Niners get the one seed, I, I think it's Brock Purdy's award if that were to happen. Yeah, I wrote I wrote about the offensive rookie of the year and the comeback player of the year on uh, on Vison mm-hmm. yesterday or went up yesterday afternoon. Uh, so basically, what I said, I think this weekend with the rookie of the year stuff, you have a good opportunity to to play it via prop betting. Um, if you like Kenneth Walker, 
to break a thousand yards, you know, the, and really seize this award this weekend. You have the opportunity to uh, bet his props versus the Rams. And uh, personally, I'll probably be on the unders. I, I like the Rams plus six and a half mm-hmm. already, already this weekend in the, the Seahawks Rams game. But, uh, you know, if you wanted to, to fade or bet, bet on somebody like Christian Walker, for example, this week, sorry, Christian Watson, um, I would bet him to score a touchdown or I would bet him to score two touchdowns this week if I wanted to bet on him as opposed to taking 25 to one at this point. I think, you know, he's probably not winning. Um, you mentioned the quarterbacks, Purdy and Pickett. I, I, I kind of bounced around the ideas. I think I think Purdy, had he started 10 games instead of four or five, you know, I think he, he probably wins this award, but he hasn't he hasn't played enough games. Mm-hmm. And the talent around him is 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 so good, you know. It's it's a great thing that he stepped into this situation, but I don't, you know, think we need to anoint him the best quarterback in this class just because he's won a couple games against mostly not not good teams, mind you. Um, and I don't think anything he does week eighteen is going to change that. Kenny Pickett, he has six wins, which is important for for a rookie quarterback, you know, and potentially being a playoff team is also a big thing, but. His number is the touchdowns, not not good enough to win. So um, your guess is as good as mine. Honestly, there's there's no good pick here, but I, I don't think it's going to be Purdy. But I couldn't couldn't tell you who it's going to be. Hey, look, it's a very difficult market because I, I Garrett, if you told me before the year to Garrett Wilson with quarterback play of the New York Jets got over a thousand yards, I would have said, all right, that's probably his award. But I. He gets hurt by the fact, and even though it's not his fault necessarily, and it definitely isn't, I should say, he gets hurt by the fact that the Jets have collapsed this last month. Well, he also gets hurt. He's only scored four touchdowns, and those four touchdowns have been in two games. So he's been scoreless, you know, practically every other game this season. And those just aren't historically numbers that are good enough to win this award for a wide receiver. So it's, it's good. It's just not good enough. Right. And again, if Pickett's numbers, hey, Jason, if Pickett's numbers were actually even decent as opposed to what they are, I would say he'd be worth a bet because I think Pittsburgh's winning this weekend. And it would not shock me one bit if they end up getting all the help they need. But those numbers just aren't good enough on Kenny Pickett in order to steal this award. Yeah, I, I don't think so. But it's it's interesting because there's just there's no good choice. I personally right. think Christian Watson deserves more consideration. He has half as many targets as Garrett Wilson, same production, double the touchdowns. And since he's been starting for the Packers, they're like five and two on the verge of the playoffs. So, you know, Christian Watson has a big game this weekend. I think you could bounce him around a little bit, but I'd rather bet the props this weekend, you know, Christian Watson to score multiple touchdowns than 25 to one on the the offensive rookie of the year. Jason, we have about 50 seconds here. What what have you bet so far on the Week 18 card? I bet the Rams plus six and a half. I think this game means a lot to Bobby Wagner and the Rams defense. I don't necessarily think they're going to win, but I, I do think it'll be a close game. Um, I bet the uh, the the Vikings minus four. I bet them again minus five and a half. I think this game gonna gonna close a little higher. I see six is what you have on screen already. Uh, might even go past six depending on who's sitting and who's who's uh, playing for both teams. And frankly, I don't think the Bears have any incentive to, to win this game and, and their draft position benefits from another loss. I'm kicking myself that I did not lay the one earlier in the week with Minnesota, which 
Would have been nice closing line value, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Jason on the Rams and the Vikings this week. Jason, pleasure as always, of course, the Wide World of uh, a Wine Garden podcast where you can find Jason's great work. Jason, thanks again, buddy. Thanks for having me. Talk to you guys later. Of course. Uh, that's, uh, that's all the time we have. The Lombardi Line comes your way next. Thanks for listening today. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Calshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to calshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at calshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.